Welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I'm Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. Well, today today we don't have a movie. We're talking about a groundbreaking series, Ted Lasso. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm Ted Lasso, your new coach. You must be Miss Welton. No, oh, please, call me Rebecca. Miss Welton's my father. If that's a joke, I love it. If not, I cannot wait to unpack that with you. But in order to do that, we had to bring in, listen, this guy, he's a realtor now. But he's literally probably the best storyteller I've ever worked with. He's an ama- was an amazing journalist, great father, great dad. So welcome in, Tony Bahu. Welcome in, Tony. Thank you, guys. Tony. Hey, I appreciate the niceties. Nah, but seriously, we want to bring somebody who like knew, know about sports. You're a former sports director, and you're yep. an ama- amazing storyteller. Ted Lasso, talk to me about your relationship with this series. Three seasons, 34 episodes. Talk to me about your relationship with this. Did you love it at the beginning? I did because, I mean, came out right during the pandemic. My son actually started playing soccer along with this, was not really a soccer guy uh, <laughs> until he started playing. So it kind of led me to, all right, what's this, what's this all about? And, you know, it kind of took off from there. So really, really enjoyed um, every year. Uh, and you know, if you hadn't seen it, uh, you can watch all three seasons now in, in a binge and, and you get something out of each one. So it's a, it's a great series and, uh, one that I truly enjoyed over the last, you know, decade or so that, uh, you know, everything's gone to streaming now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about you, Alex? How did you find this series? Uh, I got to drop two pennies where, uh, Tony said, um, it was, it was a recommended, like. Anytime you work in a newsroom, people recommend different uh, shows you should watch. And somebody said, hey, you got to check out Ted Lasso. And it was a sports person. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll check it out. And also, like Tony said, you take something away. Like, you know, the goldfish. You know what the happiest animal on earth is? It's a goldfish. You know why? No. Got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish, Sam. Yeah. You got to be like a goldfish, man. <laughs> yes. You can't, you can't harp on things. You forget, you know. And Ted Lasso always had these quick comebacks. He's he's like the best of every coach that you had coming up as a kid. So when you watch the uh, the series, like binge watch, you see his development as a character. And you know, even though he's upbeat, he has very dark moments. And you be, and you actually get mad at the characters that cause it to him. You know, I had a real bad relationship, bad taste in my mouth with his wife. I was upset with Ted's wife. I got so caught up in it that I was acting like these characters were real. So, and that's, <laughs> and that was that's what makes a great television show when you, when the line between reality and and uh, fiction is so blurred that you get involved into the uh, show. And Ted Lasso hit every note. He stayed on beat throughout the whole series. Yeah, I got to agree. Absolutely. I got to agree for sure. Because for me, the first season was perfect. I put that first season up against any series like 
shoot, Sopranos, The Wire, whatever. I really think that first season was perfect. And I was telling Alex, like, whenever I saw an episode of the first season, I just felt good. I just felt like, my, yeah. My yeah, I just felt like, okay, I can conquer the world. Like, Ted say it's going to be okay, so it's going to be okay. So I just felt like Sudeikis really put his foot in this performance. And it's surprising that this literally came from just like, you know, they were doing a commercial. Hey, how you doing? This is Ted Lasso. I'm the new head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs. And uh, I'd like to talk to the queen, please. My name's Ted Lasso. I'm new head coach for Tottenham Spurs. Been brought over here to, to you know, implement my coaching style. Football's football no matter where you play it. You got grass, you got cleats, and you got helmets with masks on them. Football in the States is my specialty, but they have a different kind of football over here. Kick it! Circle them up, have them put on their pads, and let's start playing for real. They're wearing their pads, coach. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of small similarities. Any team I coach, they're gonna play hard for all four quarters, okay? Uh, two halves. What's that? Two halves. Okay, halves. We're gonna play hard for two halves, and we're gonna play till there's a winner and there's or a loser. A tie. What's that? A tie. Okay, till there's a winner, a loser, or a tie. You know, and this right, the little spoof, right? Yeah, the character came from that, and. Like just an amazing performance, where like a, like an old school comedy, where you know, you learn something and you laugh along the way. And like I said, I'm not a soccer guy. I'm I really hate soccer, but uh, this had me like <laughs> loving soccer. Like okay, let, let, I can really get into this. I gotta find a team now. Exactly, and that, and that and that's what the beauty of any like you said, good storytelling show is about. Um, you take a little nugget. Uh, but they updated it because they did have colorful language in it. And they did show you the English side of things and how Americans are perceived some ways, um, you know, yeah, in wanker, Europe or wanker. whatever the case. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, that kind of stuff is, is good. And, you know, it's just it's one of those things where it came at a perfect time because we weren't doing anything in 2020. Yeah. And when when season three finally came around and had that long hiatus, we were like, well, what's the deal here? We kind of we, we kind of needed to get us through. To be honest, we're, we're on the backside of the pandemic, you know, and that was a three year story arc, which kind of wrapped up everything that we needed to do. Now we can kind of move on with our own lives. If you want to do a parallel kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. It does. I felt like it was we. It was what we needed when we needed it because, like, you exactly. couldn't go anywhere. You were sitting there, glued. You had to stay in, inside, and this, like, this breath of fresh air just and, came and it makes you feel better. And, and like you said, it's it, it made you feel better. I mean, we need we we get so much drama and all that. It, it didn't have drama in it. It had you know bad characters, just like everything. But it did at the end of the day make you feel better about things and life and be like, all right, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And Tony, just just to uh, follow up with that, um, you know, they weren't afraid to go and be kind of preachy in it, talking about bit, certain yeah. certain topics inside, you know, in a, in the world, you know, from the Nigerian uh, conflict uh, to uh, relationships, like with our our girl who went from. Uh, <laughs> Todd to to Roy to uh, Jack. It was like you saw the saw the just the circle of life with her, uh, but they never shied away from different topics, different schemes, uh, mental health. They 
all the topics today that we deal with in the world, they didn't uh, shy away from it. But like you said, Tony, at the end of the day, they always found the silver lining to get them through, which, you know, you kind of, I have to say this, Lamont, like Ted Lasso is like a good therapy tool. Like once you watch it, if you watch it, you if you're not happy at the end, you 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 just in a bad place. You're in a sunken <laughs> sunken place. It's like, man, I I mean, I I was like, you, you have a bad day at work, and you you know, I work night side, so like I'm wired late, and I need something to take me down. So I watch a Ted Lasso episode, and you know, the world is better. I wake up in the morning, the sun is brighter, and birds is louder or something. So. It's it's just they did not like I said they didn't miss a beat on it they never missed a note and they showed us you know it's not as bad as we make it to be right and they made a stand yeah go ahead Tony no I was gonna say they like you said they they made a stand on almost every topic whether it was LGBTQ uh, you know corporate greed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, any of those things. And, and you know, it was, it, that, it, it was good. It, it took it in nuggets and made it palatable. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to fix what we have because we still have those issues of racism. But on the patch of the arm of the Premier League, that's what they have. No room for racism. And, and right. all the things about it. So, yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a really, really good show. And I, and I highly recommend it. I, I know we're going back and forth on this, but it's, it's one of the better ones of the last, like I said, decade. Yeah, uh, th- even going back to, like, you know, when we dealt with the LeBron James and they told him just shut up and dribble, they had, they had, they made reference to that, yep. and it, and yep. it shows how connected uh, the sports world is. You, you would think that soccer players, well, football players don't, um, they just affiliate with their culture, but it's, sports is just a culture across the board. And you have so many similarities between the the uh, soccer players, American soccer, uh, rest of the world football players, and and football players here, American football and basketball and celebrity, and how to handle press conferences. Oh my God! I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish we could give athletes the liberty that a lot of these people had had on this show, like. I would have loved to been in the room when when uh with uh Roy Roy Kent. Any questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. You five o'clock shadowhead. Coach Kent, do you or the organisation condone what Isaac McAdoo did today? What a stupid fucking question. <laughs> of course we don't. What Isaac did was awful. He was lucky he only got a red card. Okay, so why did he do it? And the way he uh, approached questions, like giving people nicknames, <laughs> like, right, right. Receding <laughs> like he just <laughs> he just point people out. Uh, hippie hairdo, you ask your well, question. You know, to, to be honest, you know that that's that's Bill Parcells. I mean, I saw Bill oh. Parcells in in that. I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. Because I mean, he he would give you he would give you some nicknames uh, at his presence press conferences when he was with the Cowboys. I had to, I had to do a couple of those. Uh, so yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a nod to Bill Parcells a little bit. Mm. 
And it's got to be a nod to Diffie with that mustache, though. Like, yeah, a strong sure. mustache. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that sure. and uh, um, like in the first first season, they made reference to the iconic press conference with uh, with uh, AI. Uh, AI. That's whole. We're talking yeah. about practice. You can't practice. You can't practice. You're hurt. You're hurt. It's as simple as that. But it ain't about that at all. You're sitting in here, you're supposed to be the franchise player. And yet here we are, talking about you missing practice. We're talking about practice. You understand me? Practice. Not a game. Not a game, not the game you go out there and die for, right? Play every weekend like it's your last, right? No, we're talking about practice, man. Practice. You know you're supposed to be out there. You know you're supposed to lead by example. You're just shoving that all aside. And so here we are, Jamie. We're talking about practice, not a game, not the game. We're talking about practice. Right. We're talking about practice. Yeah, I want to talk about practice. And, and it's so funny. And even now with the uh, Kevin Hart uh, freedom card, <laughs> they make jokes about that whole incident and making money off of that whole incident that when you were in the moment, it was real intense. It was like, oh, they're about to take AI out. They're about to put him away. But then later on, you can look at it and laugh, and they made jokes about it. And it's like, that's, I mean, Ted Lasso as a series is like a reflection, art imitating life. You know, it's, yeah. it's just once, if a, if something bad happens, just just keep living and you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy the, the lesson from, from the loss um, in the end. So I, I man, great, great but, uh and the, and the one-liners, you know, it, it, yeah. you know, he wasn't worried about when the goldfish, like you said before, not caring about wins and losses, but just making better as people on and off the field or pitch or whatever. So, I mean, those are those are iconic, like you said. I mean, I know Lamont remembers his coach at, at Brookhaven. I remember my football coaches in California, and you're right. The, the, he is the best of the best. Now, there's some dark sides of – coaching but he he brought out the best of what sports is supposed to be about it's supposed to be about learning something and you know yes we all want to win and achieve but life is too hard and too long that you're not going to win all of them you can't do it you're not going to be 100 percent. yeah and even at the end they didn't win like they won but no so like it was about the journey. Like I love that it mm-hmm. wasn't really about the championship. It was about how these how they grew as people, you know, and just about the journey in their relationship. So the winning yep. was like that was like secondary, third dairy, whatever. We just want to be better people and better things. And yep. and also and, and guys, did you notice like they told everybody's story? They yeah. even told the fans' story. Like how the fans gravitated to him and, and the up and down as far as the relationship, you know, the love hate thing between the fans and the, and the team. And, and, you know, everybody hated uh, Ted when he came in because he, a, he was an American B he never coached the sport, but he was a great coach, which that, that speaks volumes too. It's like, I, I, for me, I couldn't have seen my high school football coach coach basketball. I just couldn't. But with Ted, he changed a whole nother sport, and he still had the fundamentals of bringing these guys together. All these different egos and 
and and personalities and making them come together even to the point where you know uh Deion Sanders stole the whole believe from him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He did. He did. He, did. <laughs> he, he pulled that mojo on Jackson State. Well, listen, we're not we're, we're not talking about that, but yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. Well, yeah, I'll be here for about three years and peace out. Yeah. 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 And, and Ted did the same thing. Three, <laughs> three seasons. I'm out. <laughs> so we can't. I mean, it's so funny how this it, it imitates life. It's like Ted Lasso is Deion Sanders right, at Jackson right. State. Right, yeah, <laughs> but you got a championship out of it. You got two championships out yeah, of it. No celebration bowl, though. No <laughs> celebration bowl, just like Ted. I'm like, yeah. God. Oh God. It, it just it just flows so greatly. I love okay. it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing t- Tony. I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm messing with Lamont. I know. I know. I know. He, he, yeah. He's blue and red. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. T. C. Taylor's boy Kent. I get it. I get it. Hey. Yeah. You got. I mean, look. Jackson State needs a needs a Ted Lasso man. We'll find. Well, listen. I we all agreed that the series was amazing. Let's get into our categories and see what you guys think about the characters and whatnot. Cool. So, right. so, Tony, since you're the guest, we're going to let you go first. Give me your MVP of the series. Like, who won the series for you? Who was the big draw for you? Who was the MVP for you? And, and when, I, when you tell me what you're looking for, you know, I got to say it's Ted. I know he's the title character. He, you know, he drives the show. But, like we said, he's fallible. He's got issues. Well, these fellas sure as heck ain't kids. Hey, look at Isaac. He looks like Rodan sculpture and cleats. Boots. They call cleats boots. Well, I thought you said that the trunk of a car was a boot. Also a boot. Hold on now. If I were to get fired from a job where I'm putting cleats in the trunk of my car. You got the boot for putting boots in the boot. <laughs> I love that. And how does he overcome it? Um, he makes everyone better, but it's not about him. And, and he even said that in that line when Trent Krim uh, wrote the book. It's, it's not the lasso way. It's the Richmond way because it's never mm-hmm. about him. So he's, he's my MVP for okay. sure. Cool. All right, Alex. Who you got? Who's your MVP? Um, I'm gonna have to. It's probably gonna be unanimous, but Ted, this it's it's one of those one of those shows that if you would think that the the name would would just that'd be it, but I mean the greatest character and the greatest development in the in the arc of the whole story was Ted Lasso, man. So. Ted Lasso for me will be my MVP. Yeah, it's going to be unanimous. I think Sadekas did an amazing job. Deserves all the Emmys. Uh, amazing performance the final season, first season, second season. So he's got he's my MVP for sure. And like I said, I love the growth, the, the relationship with him and his son. Uh, like the, there's a lot of fathers and sons in this that uh, mm-hmm. that we normally don't get. So you got you know like you got. I don't know. I just thought it was really well done. It touched my heart, like especially being a daddy's boy. Like I, I get it, and loved that. Loved the fact that he would go home to be with his son. Like that, we don't hear that story enough. So yeah. Sadekas was amazing. The writing was amazing. Performance was amazing. I think Lasso was one of those, one of the great characters in TV history. So that's yep. my MVP. Uh, LVP Tony. They either, either they sucked. Or you wanted to see more of them, and and, and I went on the the not more of, but the sucky one. I, I mean, she was 
Jade, I didn't really need her. I don't know why Nate's girlfriend needed I mean, she was kind of a aloof character in that wow. season. Kind of <laughs> okay. put him in there. I don't think she'd work there anymore. Why? I'm a great waiter. Yes. It's weird how great of a waiter you are. But you're a coach. They want you back in Richmond. You should go. Yeah. And then... And then I don't think she really added anything. I, I mean, maybe she brought a little better side out of him, but I think that's his character development, coincidentally with his father, because he had father issues. And it, yeah. it is. I mean, that, at the end of the show, when they play Cat Stevens' fathers and sons, that's what the show is about. I mean, yeah. that at the, at the bottom line. So having Jade in there, she's my least valuable character. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I I agree. What about you, Alex? LVP. (laughs) This is crazy. You got the same one. (laughs) Yeah, because think about it, man. Like every other character, you go on the ride. Even even the niece, the little niece that uh, I love her. I love her with the bad breath. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's all because she's like the the little baby Yoda in in the whole thing. She always (laughs) has. Stuff that will center Kent to to an extent, and it's like everybody else except for yeah the hostess with the with the lestis. You know, it's like she was horrible. Well, I, I'm not gonna say she was horrible, but she really wasn't. She wasn't anything that could add or take away from the show. So yeah, she gets the LVP. Uh, for my my LVP, I'm going Zaza. The, the yeah yeah do yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need the storyline. I we didn't hang around long enough, and I love at the at the final uh, when Ted's looking at the newspaper on the articles and said, "Well, he's uh, coming back to to football and he's going to be playing in the United States." So like, he his retirement didn't even last long. He sent him the avocado, yeah. the avocado at the end. Like, I I didn't need him. I thought we had enough with our guys. So he's an LV. Fair enough. I, mean, I can yeah. see that. I can see that. All right. We have different answers for this one, though. Six man coming off the bench. Tony, who did the most with the least. Not a lot of playing time, but they crush it every oh. time with their own screen. Who do you got? Well, then I, well, I, I, I guess I misread this because, I mean, I, I, I think Rebecca. I mean, the show wasn't around Rebecca. I know she's uh, a, a main, uh, a mainish character, uh, uh. but I, I would say Rebecca. Speaking as we were mere moments ago about time, I unfortunately don't have any. I have a branding meeting. Oh, I always feel so bad for the cows, but you got to do it, otherwise they get lost. That was a branding joke. If we were in Kansas right now, I'd just be sitting here waiting for you to finish laughing. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Counting the minutes. Power character, villain at first, she overcomes a lot, and then, you know, we kind of love her at the end, but I don't know if she counts as a sixth man. She's my sixth man. Oh, off the show, but she reminds me. I don't know I'm old enough to remember. Uh, what is Major Leagues? Remember that movie when the yeah, owner, yeah. owner owner was yeah. trying to t- trying to tank at the beginning, and then right. it slowly came around and was like, "This is that's what she did the first season." Like she was like, "Screw this, we're just trying to lose." And then I don't know. I think she's an amazing actor. Wow, you saying that made just sparked a rapid fire as far as um. That storyline in in because that was the same storyline in uh any given Sunday. Like yeah. the daughter takes That's up right. yeah. takes up the ownership and then 
team can't win, so she's she's all upset about it. It's like in this case, Rebecca gets it through um, you know, the divorce proceedings, but then she wants to tank it. Now she wants it to be a great team. So wow. I, I just when you said and major league, I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and, and and then one was Rebecca because she deals with almost every character. Keely Jones issues, uh her her football operations guy, Absanya. Uh, you know she has a a role in that. And so, how mm-hmm. does a divorced woman do her thing and be a powerful woman without being so proper and prim and all that other stuff? So that she's still she's my sixth person, sixth man, sixth person, whatever you want to say. That's fair. Gotcha. Like, and I remember her from from Game of Thrones. Like she was the shame. Oh, shame, she was shame, in that. Man. She was yeah. the nun. She's the walk of shame. She is now a meme. She's like the strongest <laughs> meme. Whenever you walk, uh, type in shame, she is on there. Yeah. 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 So okay, I, I was, that's cool. crazy. Cool seeing her do comedy. All right, uh, Alex, who do you got? Who's your six man? Okay. Six man is not a man. It's a it's a collection of of, of characters. My six man is the Diamond Dog crew. I'm a Diamond Dog. Okay, hold on a second here. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, I assume we're all looking for cameras because we think we're on a prank show. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm not fucking around here. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, diamond dogs, mount up. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Roy Kent, uh, you know, um, bark away, please. For the past year, I have busted my fucking ass trying to change. But apparently I'm done fucking shit because I'm still me. Uh, wait, did, did you want to be someone else? Yeah. Someone better. <laughs> I love, I love that concept of the diamond dogs. Right, whenever they diamond dogs, let's unite, blah blah blah. And then it was like a therapy session between the guys because they just opened up and talked about stuff. And I love that whole idea. I mean, even the whole thing about them getting uh <laughs> getting jackets with diamond dog on it is it's hilarious. And even when they lose a member, they keep kicking and they and they involve everybody. So my six man throughout the whole series was the Diamond Dog ses- sessions that they had with those characters. That's cool. No, that's real. Because right. you you rarely see that with dudes. So yeah, that was cool. Well, again, men need men to help each other grow and not be so isolated. Yeah. That's the right. mental health part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I like it. So uh, my six man is a crew also, but I'm going with the three fans that was just <laughs> yeah, like those were my guys. They would show up in the stands. I loved the final scene where they got their ownership as part of the team. Like they were the comic relief, and then when Ted invited them to practice, and they were like, like I don't know, I just really every time they showed up, I was like, this is this is a good time. So I really enjoyed the three fans in the pub. 
Cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, one for for this one, we had the MVP. I want to know what your who's your guy's favorite character? Because favorite character MVP might be something different. So Tony, who's your favorite character? Who'd you want to hang out get get a pint with? Uh, you know, probably Roy Kent for some reason. <laughs> you know, he's he's rough on the exterior, but he's still got he's he's got issues. But I think deep down inside, he actually cares. You know how he interacts with his niece. He wore the tie dye T shirt and all that. <laughs> yeah. stuff, I think. and then he warmed up to Jamie. You know, it, it's hard to be the. You know, it, could LeBron James mentor someone? And, and be that role model. You know, Michael couldn't do it. It's very right. Magic couldn't do it. I uh, bet LeBron. I bet LeBron hard. could. I bet LeBron could. He, and he might. And he might. But I mean, that's that's the one. I mean, Kobe couldn't do it, right? I mean, Kobe no. never coached. He never did. I mean, he, he kind of helped with his daughter's teams and stuff. But t- taking someone under your wing and then trying to make them better. Uh, but anyways, so Roy Kent would be my my guy that I'd, I'd like to hang hang with. Okay, what about you, Alex? You got a favorite player, favorite character? Uh, um, I'm gonna have to echo what Tony said. Roy Kent is is very, very um, intriguing to me. I mean, he, and he keeps he doesn't he doesn't change to to the extent like you see a lot of characters do. He's still the same mm-hmm. hard character throughout, and it's just. He shows that he can still be the hard character, but there's a light side to him. And he's always and his kryptonite is his niece. Yeah. So it's like he still, even when he was with the Diamond Dogs, and he expressed himself. He expressed himself in a Roy Kent way, <laughs> and it's I, I like that about him. He was just straight and consistent. And uh, I think I could, I think I could hang with him outside of that that crazy running with all that running he did with uh <laughs> with Jamie in Ooh. the third season. Hey, who had the better uh, theme song, Roy or Jamie? Theme song. Yeah, remember Roy's was, uh, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jamie talked to the, 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 Yeah. I I say Roy, man. I didn't want, I mean, I mean, I like Baby Shark and Jamie Tart, but I mean, the, he's there, he's there, he's every effing where. I mean, that's, that's some good stuff right there. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think I like Jamie's more with the whole thing. It's, it's memorable. It's, it's a catchy tune. So I like Jamie's. Cool. I would, I would want to hang with Coach Beard. Uh, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, that's another one. Oh. Cause you know we go, we gonna have some fun. He's gonna hit some concerts. You know he's gonna be a good time, and you might. And he's gonna get you high. Yeah, he's gonna get you high <laughs> on, on mushrooms. All kinds of different ways, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's and, and languages. He didn't know he didn't. He spoke right. <laughs> it's and he's always got a book, so he's he's knowledgeable. Yeah. But even even that is like when you later on in season three, he tells you how the origin of him and Ted coming together and the circumstance it was. And that was amazing to me. That that discovery was out there because he said he was out. He was on crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> and and Ted and he stole Ted's car and sold it. Mm-hmm. And Ted still took him in and made him a better person. And now, what's funny about it? It we always thought leading up to that that he was like the guy that Ted would go to to get you know some kind of relief or some kind of you know, uplifting thing to uplift them. But actually, Ted was the one that saved him. I, yeah. It was mm-hmm. amazing. That's 
that was just speaking loud to the writers as far as tying it all together and giving you that aha moment at the end. Like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, Brenda, you, like, Brenda, like Coach Beard, like he was one of the writers. Him and Sadekas wrote it. So, yeah. like, just, just amazing performances. All right. Where do you, like, we all agree this is a full tank of gas. We love the series. Where do you think it's going to go now? Do you think you, you guys think this is the end, or do you think we're going to get a spinoff, or what spinoff would you like to see? I mean, I think it's the end as far as him, you know, going back to Richmond and, and coaching soccer. Now, he could do his next adventure coming back and, and taking over some, you know, girls basketball junior high team or, or something like that. I could, I mm. could see. Uh, but that could, could get cliche real quick. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Rebecca have her own kind of spinoff. Uh, again, a good uh, female character that could dive into some things. Um, and, and she'd still have her uh, people around. But now that she's, you know, going to date the airport, or the airline guy or, or you know, mm-hmm. whatnot, the pilot. So I, I don't know where that would all play in the dynamics of it all. But, I mean, I could see them spinning it off with her. What do you think? What do you want to see this go? Uh, I would like to see the culture even more. So, like, the title of it would be Come on, Richmond, you know, uh, just to see how the – will the team ever win a championship? I think I would love to see the ups and downs with that. Uh, will Will Nate be able to come in and be a coach? Will Or will Coach Beard be the one that take them to the championship? Uh, so I would like to see, you know, the culture as far as – uh, the team, uh, be be the storyline with Rebecca, with uh, with all the characters except for Ted, and maybe Ted do some cameos like coming back or either like a Zoom call and inspire somebody to do something. Uh, I would like to see that happen. That'd be but, nice. I like that. That would yeah. be cool. That would be cool. Like for me, I want like let's do what they're doing in Hollywood right now. Let's do a prequel. Let's go back to Ted ah. coaching, coach coaching football. And see what mm. see what went wrong. See yeah. how you got to that point. Like you could do that easy, and it doesn't even have to touch. You know what's going on now. Then you can also the, the Kent thing. I don't know. It's got so many great characters that I would yeah, love to spend more time with. You know, Lamont. His mom came in, yeah, like a gangbuster. Like she was great, and that's it. It was so much. Like when they had that moment, and he was he was like. I, I cringed when he said he's like, "I love you, but fuck you." I was like, "Oh, right. oh, you don't say that to your mom, bro. Come on, that's your mom. I can get you saying it to your dad. You know, we we as men have hard talk." But when he said that, I was like, "Gosh!" But going back to what you said, let's see what what happened yeah. to get right. him to that point. Like, yeah. let's go back to see, you know, the uplifting part of you know, because him and his mom talked exactly alike. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so yeah, that prequel would be great to People see. Like, go back because we we introduced with him with the Scott Van Pelt on Sports Center and he's dancing. Yeah, I want to see what happened like before that. So I don't know. There's so many. Was it's so popular and such a big hit that you know they're gonna they're gonna be something. It's not gonna end right now. Yeah, there's gonna be something coming in a couple of years down the line. No cool. doubt. Well, hey, Tony, we really appreciate you joining us, man. We really appreciate you stepping up and coming into the drive-in and helping us break down this wonderful TV show. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for including me again. 
Uh, it was uh, an honor to talk to you guys, and, and I just enjoyed the show, and I, I like to share that uh, with whoever I, uh, I can because I recommend it highly to everybody. Shout out to my lips.